Hello, it's Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness. This is show number 18 of my Get Fit, Stay Healthy podcast, a program dedicated to providing innovative, user-friendly, action-oriented, and results-tested information for your mental and physical well-being. Yes, I took a little hiatus since the last podcast. Just needed some downtime for my self-imposed deadlines and responsibilities. The kids got out of school and it was just time to hang with the boys and family and chillax, as I like to say. Ever felt that way? Just really need a break? If you really need a break, take one. Better than a heart attack, throwing your back out, or making everyone around you crazy with your misguided stress. Also, I am changing the frequency of these podcasts to monthly so I can handle my training clients and business a little better. The best foods to eat. Now that's a loaded question. Foods not to eat. There's another one. There are a few sayings in the fitness circles, such as, if it's in a box or in a can, don't eat it. Or if it flies, walks, or grows in the ground, it's good. Or base your diet on whole, unprocessed foods of mainly vegetables, fruits, and lean proteins, which does include vegetarian and or non-animal protein diets. All of these suggestions will work. I know one thing for sure, processed sugar is just about as far to the opposite extreme of all the things I just mentioned than anything else. Processed sugar, my Achilles heel, save it for your splurges. I also want to mention that there is quite a bit of research indicating that there are some definite advantages to a higher protein, sort of low to moderate carb style diet if you are trying for fat loss. What are the advantages? Well, I can only speak really from my own experience and from what I've read. You will simply be less hungry, and that usually means consuming less calories. I'm referring to starchy carbs, of course. I just know that within 24 hours of changing my diet from a lot of processed breads and pastas, which I also love, and like low-fat pretzels and low-fat crackers and really tasty non-fat treats, once I changed that to lean protein and vegetables, I noticed a difference in the way I felt. I kind of felt lighter. Within three days, everyone around me in the gym noticed a change in my muscle definition, and I wasn't lifting weights anymore. In fact, I dropped some of my aerobic exercise. So I can really speak from experience that when I went to less starchy carbs and more lean proteins, I noticed a change within three days of my body. And I felt the change even earlier. Having said that, the ultimate goal is to be healthy and to control your eating. So if that means country white bread or a plain bagel every morning, well, so be it. Compliance is critical and you need to know how to pick your battles. Eating healthy takes time and money. It's a lot more convenient and you get a lot more instant gratification with fast food and when you don't have to prepare food. But in the long run, it really makes more sense if you can go the other route keeping in mind that you have to be able to stick with your diet. So pick your battles. What can you actually change and keep? And what do you need to keep in your diet so that your calories can stay lower if you're trying to lose weight? Okay, eating healthy, like I said, takes time. You will be shopping for fresh fruits and vegetables frequently. The less processed the food, the less shelf time you'll have with it. So don't fool yourself. If you don't think you have enough time, you have to make the time. What's more important, right, than your health? Lean and green, and that takes more time, more shopping, and really more money. So in my perfect world, and in yours, we have some lists. 
These are lists that you would select from on a daily and weekly basis to make sure you get your lean proteins, tons of fibrous veggies, your essential fats, and of course a variety of fruits. And you have to watch labels, those tricky labels. Fat-free means processed and possibly high in sugar. Organic doesn't mean lean or low calorie, etc., etc. And I've, I need to mention something else here regarding your meats and finding lean proteins from dairy and legumes because you can get protein from other sources other than animal products. And if you're thinking of going vegetarian, that's absolutely what you'll have to do. And you'll get from your nuts and you'll get from your uh, some of your dairy and your beans and legumes and high protein whole wheat breads or pasta or something like that. Western bagels actually produce a um, higher protein bagel. I haven't tried it, but I've seen it online. I'm going to order it and check it out. So anyway, uh, we are looking for um, high protein if we can, or we're looking for more protein because it'll keep you full longer and a little bit of fats in there too. And if you're full longer, you'll eat less. If you eat less, you'll have less calories. So all around, it makes sense. So looking at our lists of good food and looking at our lists of not-so-good food, it becomes pretty clear what your choices are. Countless studies and research have shown us that just about any type of diet can work for a while. Bottom line, it's about calories and it's about your compliance. If you read Jillian Michaels' latest book on diets, she's from The Biggest Loser, of course, it's chock full of scary tales of toxins and poisons in our foods and our environment. She really wants you to eat organic, and she has a very strict sort of philosophy on what we do and how we conduct our lives in regards to eating and even cleaning our homes. Then there's a book called Naturally Thin, and the author purports eating anything you want, but only in moderation, so you never feel deprived. She says you can eat whatever you want, but not all of it, all the time. So those two authors are successful. They have amazing plans and philosophies, albeit extremely different. So although I'm going to provide a list of foods that I consider to be beneficial, and we'll start with the uh, not-so-beneficial foods first, keeping in mind always compliance and calories. Calories and compliance. Can you keep them where they need to be, and can you sustain the diet? So I want you to try to do that in as healthy of a way as possible. And I do know one thing. You could lose pounds with processed sugar. You certainly can with a meal plan that's not that great. But what you probably won't get with that is energy and the vitality you get when you select from the better food choices. So let's start with a fun little tip, diuretics, to help you feel a little lighter, a little less bloated. Asparagus, celery, and cucumbers, and especially asparagus. Feeling a little bloated, ate too much, Try those on for some natural relief. Rumor is that the Biggest Losers contestants consumed a lot, a lot, of asparagus prior to weigh-ins. Now, what to be careful of? Here we go. Non-fat, high-sugar foods. I mentioned that before. With the exception, maybe, of yogurt, but not with the exception of frozen yogurt. That's loaded in sugar. I do love frozen yogurt. I try to get the no sugar added, but then I think really I should just go have a scoop of really good ice cream and probably satisfy my desire for that even better. I don't know. It's a toss-up. Read the labels when you're buying stuff and keep in mind that non-fat often means high sugar, which is typically the culprit in diet woes. And studies again are showing us that non-fat processed stuff actually confuses our hormones into thinking we are not getting satisfied and therefore creates more cravings later. What else? Liquid sugar calories such as energy drinks, 
soda, shakes, and blended coffee drinks. I think you know this stuff. Any burger that has triple cheese and bacon in the description or heading. Oh, and while we're at it, any French fried combo with chili or cheese. And I hate to say it, but be careful of Chinese food and those extremely high sodium frozen meals. Okay, I think I could go on and on here. You probably get the idea. Let's move on to the good stuff. And thank goodness there's a lot of it. Natural starchy carbs and whole grains. I mentioned Western Bagel and their protein added bagel. Whole wheat, whole grain, bread and pasta. And now they have those with you know fiber and you can find pasta with extra protein. Those are my favorites. Brown rice. Uh, really good beans and legumes which would be considered lean proteins probably on a vegetarian diet old-fashioned type oatmeal and potatoes sweet potatoes yams and even regular potatoes i think are fine let's move on now veggies number one on my list broccoli high in antioxidants high in fiber fills you up you can do a lot with it and if you get it fresh, you gotta buy it fresh though. If you buy it on Monday and pull it out on Friday, it's not gonna taste as good. And then a very, 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 very close second and third, spinach. I like mine raw, not cooked. Spinach and uh, asparagus. And then close behind, sweet peppers. Red and yellow especially I love. Green salad stuff, zucchini, tomatoes, cauliflower, green beans, hothouse cucumbers, I love those. Mushrooms, carrots, they're fine. And squash, broccoli, spinach and asparagus can't go wrong all right let's look at proteins one of my favorites egg whites and some whole eggs in there once in a while bunch of egg whites love it what else i like shakes protein powder supplements such as whey or casein i love them for shakes i put frozen fruit in there i put the protein powder maybe a little peanut butter some ice blend it up i love proto whey protein P-R-O-T-O-W-H-E-Y. That's my favorite as far as flavor. Love it. It's more of a whey protein, obviously, so it digests really quick, whereas your casein, of course, would help you stay full a little bit longer. You decide, but I'm a fan of protein shakes. Love them. And I was just reading um, a blog from someone who suggests putting spinach in it, raw spinach, because it gets chopped up so much you can't even tell it's in there. I haven't tried that yet, but I'm not afraid to. <laughs> okay, what else? Cottage cheese. Non-fat or low-fat milk. Low-fat cheese, for me, I usually just maybe put a little bit of uh, feta cheese maybe with eggs or something or provolone, low-fat or something like that. I don't get a lot of cheese, but once in a while. Uh, chicken breast, of course. I try to go organic. I'm kind of hooked on that now and I can tell the difference. Buffalo. We love buffalo burgers in our house. I'm not really a big hamburger fan, but I do like the buffalo burgers. Much lower in fat, great in protein, just a great alternative. White meat turkey, of course. Wild Alaskan salmon. I go for grass-fed beef, natural grass-fed beef, and I can tell the difference. I think that's your best bet when it comes to beef. Lean ground turkey, nitrate-free deli meats or organic. I hate to say it because I, I love sandwiches. I just think that the nitrate-free is the way to go with all the stuff they stick in the sandwich meats. Oh, it's kind of scary, and, and I love sandwiches. I love tilapia whitefish, and as far as fish, I like shrimp. Now, of course, I don't mention a bunch of fish here, because I do like seafood, but not a lot of it. And vegetarians, of course, would consider some other things as protein intake sources. So I'm talking more here for those of us who eat animal protein. Okay, let's move on to fruits. Pretty much all of them. You're going to hear some of them put on the do not eat much list. I think you're fine, really. I don't think you're going to get fat on, uh, on fruit. Uh, all the dark berries, of course, are first as far as antioxidants. Um, blueberries, strawberries, blackberries, etc., etc. Then apples, those are my top choices. 
After that, oranges, grapefruits, bananas, melons, nectarines, plums, peaches, grapes, pineapples, mangoes, kiwi. Should I keep going? Mix them up though, the list is endless and you are getting fiber with sugar in its natural whole form. And I think that is a great treat. Okay, what else? Let's finish up here. Healthy fats, nuts, and that's where you get some protein if you're a vegetarian. Almonds and walnuts are my favorite. Sunflower seeds, pine nuts, and then take that into almond butter and natural peanut butter without the sugar. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of calories in that, but studies have again shown that we tend to eat less when we have these types of nuts in our diets, and they've done several studies on that. Flaxseed, of course, extra virgin olive oil, avocados, I don't really like them, but I know they're good for you and it's a good fat. And of course, get your fish oil pills in every day. Whew, okay, we have so much from which to select to be satisfied and from which to create healthy recipes and meals, along with our cheat meals once in a while. So if your favorite food is missing, don't worry about it. I couldn't possibly include everything on my list. And you know what? Eat it in moderation. That's the key, right? If it helps you to stay compliant and it helps you to still enjoy eating and your calories don't spike up, well, then I don't think it's really that big of a deal. Just keep these lists in mind when you go to the market next time and look in your refrigerator, look in your pantry, look in your kitchen and see how much of this you have at any given moment that you can just go to. Okay, next segment, let's talk about recovery, the critical component in getting stronger, repairing and growing muscle and making gains in fitness and in your overall health. I will be using my upcoming vacation in uh, the Midwest to do some recovery, which I do every year. And it feels like I always come back stronger. Until then, make good choices, set appropriate boundaries, spread some good vibrations in the world, find something to laugh about every day, and please manage your stress before it manages you. This is Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness and Get Fit, Stay Healthy, asking you to do the same.